Entrepreneur on Fire 733. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Video courses available for all experience levels await at lynda.com, and I've worked out a deal to give you a special offer. Access the entire library for free for seven days at lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. Entrepreneurs near and far. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, John Gordon. John, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. (laughs) All right. John's best-selling books and talks have inspired readers and audiences around the world. His principles have been put to the test by numerous NFL, NBA, and MLB coaches, Fortune 500 companies, school districts, hospitals, and nonprofits. He is the author of numerous books, including Wall Street Journal bestseller, The Energy Bus, and The Carpenter. John, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So take a minute and give us some personal insight, and then let's expound upon your biz. Sure. Well, I just love writing and speaking. It's my purpose and my passion. And one of the things I often say is being positive doesn't just make you better. It makes everyone around you better. And I'm not naturally a positive person. People think I am because of the books that I write and my talks, but I have to work really hard at it. But what I have found is that the more we feed the positive in our lives, it does bring out the best in ourselves and and others. So, John, give us a little personal insight into your life, where you're at in the world, and just what you have going on. Sure. I live in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. I'm married. I have two teenagers, which is just, you know, biggest challenge in my life. My my wife's one word is persevere. My My word is pray. So we figure somehow we'll get through this time in our lives. I um I travel a lot. I write a book every December is when I write. I travel throughout the year, you know, giving speeches. And that really takes up most of my time. When I'm home, I'm really engaged with my kids and involved in, you know, in their sports and their activities. My daughter's a lacrosse player. My son is a competitive tennis player at 14 years old. So I would say my family just is, is, is really the most important part of my life. And then everything else I do is, is the writing and speaking. Well, John, you have a great foundation. You also have a great way that you focus on certain things at certain times. I mean, I love how you say December's my writing month. And the reality is, and I refer to Parkinson's Law a lot on Entrepreneur on Fire, tasks will expand to the time that you allot them. So if you allot December to write and to write a book, guess what? You're going to make it happen. And that's what's so important for entrepreneurs to realize. You need to really sit down and focus on not allowing tasks to just expand into an unspecified amount of time. And John, what we really do here and focus with an entrepreneur on fire is our guest journey as an entrepreneur. And that's you today. So we're going to dive into a failure story, an aha moment that you've had. And then, of course, we're going to talk about your current success and things that are really firing you up. But before we get into all of that, we always start with a success quote. So share with us a success quote or a mantra, John. And how do you apply this mantra, this success quote to your life? Well, one of my favorites is that I, I expect challenges, adversity, rejection, and failure, but I have an even greater expectation that I will overcome them. And so 
each day that I'm going throughout my life and writing and speaking, I know that I'm not always going to succeed, but I'm going to come back stronger because of it. And every challenge is an opportunity to learn, to grow, to improve and to get better. So it really allows me to, to be free of failure and then just to focus on doing the work. So do you have a success goal or a mantra you can put into words? I expect great things to happen today. You expect great things to happen today. And Fire Nation, see, that's where the importance lies. So much about what we do is about mindset, is about belief, is about faith in in ourselves and the direction that we're taking. And John, speaking of that, you haven't always had 100% belief in yourself. As entrepreneurs, we are always doubting certain things about our lives. It's that imposter syndrome that just descends upon us at all times, at every part of our journey. But what I would love for you to do now is to share with us a story a story of a time that you failed or a time that you faced a massive struggle or an obstacle that you really think would be valuable for Fire Nation to listen to. And let's talk about that story, that moment in time, and then analyze your lessons learned. Sure. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, I didn't always uh, believe I could succeed. I had a lot of doubt, a lot of fear, and I believe we all do. And so a number of years ago, I had lost my job during the dot-com crash. I was actually fired. We were going to make all this money and then everything just went downhill and and the company crashed. I lost my job. I had two young children, my wife, bills to pay. We only had a a few months of savings in in our bank account. So it was the scariest time of my life. And I remember thinking, what am I going to do now? How am I going to provide for my family? And so I decided to get into the restaurant business with the goal of hopefully writing and speaking one day. See, I'd been in the restaurant business when I was 24 years old. I'd opened up a bar and a restaurant in, in Buckhead, Atlanta. So I, I was entrepreneurial in, in, in that way. And then I said, you know what? I need to get back to that, hopefully make enough money, and I can really pursue my dream of, of writing and speaking. Scariest time of my life. My wife and I were fighting a lot. Uh, I felt uh, like a failure. But that was also the great moment of my life where I discovered faith in the process. I discovered my faith in God, and that allowed me to, to move forward and ultimately pursue my dream of writing and speaking. So, John, let's really kind of do a deep dive into this and analyze exactly the process that happened, because so many of our listeners have gone through similar situations to this, or unfortunately, will be going through situations like this in the future. I mean, it's inevitable for a lot of people because the economy is always shifting, things are always happening, things that we thought were comfortable and safe no longer are. It's a reality, number one, of life, but number two, as the reality of every entrepreneur and the journey that we're on. So when you had that moment and you said, you know what, I am going to go back to what I know, what was that like? And what were really the steps that you took to, to turn that idea that you had to go back into the restaurant business into reality? Okay. So I said, you know, what am I born to do? Why am I here? I really asked those questions and writing and speaking just kept on coming to me. So I said, okay, how am I going to do that? Like, how can I provide for my family while I'm going to pursue this dream? And I had been in the restaurant business. I knew I was good at it. I said, okay, I'm going to try to open up a restaurant and I'm going to find a manager who can run it, hopefully make it successful, hopefully make enough money that would allow me to then have the freedom to write and speak. And so I second mortgaged my home, $20,000 in credit cards, and we had some money saved up and we put that literally right into uh, the restaurant. I mean, if, if it didn't make it, we were done. We would have lost everything. I probably violated all business plans in the way <laughs> I did it in opening up this restaurant with no backup capital, but it really was a, a leap of faith. And so I put this money in, got a, found a manager. We opened up the restaurant 
took a few weeks to even just break even. Then I started to do some advertising. So we started to make a little bit of money from the advertising. And about six months, six months later, we made our first profit. But it was wild because during that time, I got a consulting job. They paid me $13,000 for six weeks of advertising. That allowed me to you know, carry my family just a little bit longer, to carry the business a little bit longer. And somehow, some way, money just kept on showing up. I sold a few franchises for Moe's Southwest Grill. That money came in. And so it was, it was the concept of just building this business to ultimately build a dream. So, John, you used the phrase that you violated all p- business principles, but the reality is you didn't violate life's principles, which is that we're human beings. We're survivalists. When our back's against the wall, sometimes that's when we're able to kick things into higher gear, into that place that is necessary to do nothing but succeed. And, John, having interviewed over 730 now incredibly inspiring and successful entrepreneurs, there are certain themes that just continue to crop up. And one thing that just seemed to kind of keep popping in my mind was it seemed that every single pivot moment, every single moment when everything seemed to be the darkest and all of a sudden that first peak of light came was when these entrepreneurs had their backs against the wall and they had nothing else to do but succeed because failure was just not an option at that time. And as humans, as survivalists, when failure is not an option, we do everything it takes to succeed. You know, we make that extra phone call. We go knock on that extra door. We do what it takes. What are your thoughts on that? You know, as you're saying that, I'm, I'm thinking about the time my wife and I, I mean, when we opened up this restaurant, we flyered the neighborhood in the area. We went to the businesses and tried to sell catering. We did whatever it took. I was wiping tables down every single day. So you hit the nail right on the head that we would do whatever it took to support our family, to make this business work. And then, you know, years later, I took these lessons when I wrote my first book, The Energy Bus. It was rejected by over 30 publishers. So I I went through the same thing again. And my agent said, it's not going to work. There's no way it's going to happen. I said, no, I can't accept that. I got to keep on dreaming. I got to keep on hoping. Finally, John Wally and Sons agreed to publish it. It came out six months later. No bookstores would carry it. Same thing. No bookstores would carry this book. It's going to fail. So what I do, I went on a 28-city tour, paid for by, by myself, and I literally went to 28 cities on my own, left my family for a few months from city to city to city. There were five people in some cities, 10 people in other cities, uh, 20 people in others. I think the most was like 100 people in Des Moines, Iowa. That was about it. And same thing, just doing whatever it took to share the message, to share my purpose with others. And it's, it's, it's the same thing with every entrepreneur I've ever met. Same thing. You got to make sure that you persevere through all your challenges and all the, all the, all the nice air. Persevere through all your challenges. Of all the value bombs, John, that you dropped throughout this entire first segment, this first story that you share with us, that's the word that I just continue to focus on is persevere. Because as entrepreneurs, if we can persevere, Fire Nation, I mean, it's just a matter of time. That's why it's so important to have that runway, to be able to do whatever it takes, you know, to count every single penny and to just extend the time that you can be actually in the game so that when the time to take that shot comes around, you're still there to take that shot. And John, let's now shift to the other end of the spectrum. And you share with us that incredibly difficult but resilient time in your life. Now let's talk about a story of a time that you had a light bulb moment. You had this massive aha moment. Now, of course, you've had many, but I like one story within Entrepreneur on Fire that can really resonate with our listeners. So tell us that story of that moment in time, John, and then walk us through the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. The greatest aha moment of my life was when I was walking and thinking 
and actually thinking about giving up this whole writing and speaking thing because nothing was flowing. It wasn't really working. And that's when the energy bus just came to me. I had an aha moment of this idea of a bus driver who changes the life of a, of a passenger who gets on her bus and teaches him these strategies to ultimately build his business and, and, and grow his business. So I had this aha moment and then I had to write it. I never really wrote before. So I had to sit down and actually start writing. And so what I started to do is write every day in the mornings and then each morning I would write. And then at night before I went to bed, I would actually write a little bit just to keep it fresh. And so I would go to bed with ideas and thoughts. I would wake up with ideas and thoughts. I would take a walk, get more thoughts, and then I would write again. And eventually over time, I wrote this book in about three and a half weeks. What I'm really pulling out of this, John, that you did that so few of us ever do in this incredibly busy and just all time consuming world is you went walking and you were thinking, you went walking and you thought some more. And that's when this moment happens. You know, so many of us try to fill up every single second of our lives. Like, you know, I walk out of a room and I walk back in, you know, I put the, the movie on pause and the three people I was watching the movie with, you know, they're on Instagram while the movie's on pause, you know, just like pounding away at some ne- next message. It's, it's like we had to fill up every single second with some kind of busyness. And whatever happened to that, just getting out, getting some space, getting some fresh air and just letting our mind think and giving us the ability to have these type of aha moments. I mean, how important do you think that is to your success? Oh, it's everything. If I get on Twitter in the morning, I can't write. If I don't write first thing and do first things first, I will not succeed at what I'm here to do. So what I've learned is I literally have to get the distractions out of the way. Remember, distractions are the enemy of greatness. Distractions are the enemy of greatness. And so we have to make sure we don't allow those distractions uh, to keep us from doing the work that we're here to do. So it's everything. So I have to write in the morning, keep all the distractions away, and then write at night. And it has to be my focus. I find that if we're always on social media, always on Twitter, always on Facebook, Instagram, then instead of uh, creating this world, we're reacting to it. Distractions are the enemy of greatness. I mean, I simply love those words. And what you had, John, which really just inspires me, is a commitment to consistency. You were willing to wake up every single morning, and the first thing that you did was your commitment to writing. Every single night before you went to bed to keep things fresh in your mind and to keep that kind of idea ball rolling, you wrote. And Fire Nation, what I want you to picture right now, picture like a full tank of willpower. When you wake up in the morning, if you've gotten a good night rest like you should, you'll have a pretty full tank of willpower. And if you start using that most valuable part of that willpower tank, on Twitter, on Facebook, on social media, on responding to emails, first thing, by the time you get around to what really matters to your gold, your tank's going to be half full at most. And are you really able to produce your best on a half full tank? But John uses his first half of his tank on what is really his focus, his commitment to that consistency. In Fire Nation, you do too. And that's kind of my big takeaway, John, from your aha moment that you had in life What would you want Fire Nation to walk away with? If you could just share one thing with us right now that we can implement into our lives, what would that be? I want them to know that optimism is a competitive advantage. I'd want them to know that there's no such thing as an overnight success, that every day you got to show up, you do the work, and you see yourself as like an artist dedicated to your craft. You know, improving, learning, growing, and and sometimes failing, but then coming back and, and creating even more. And then over time, 
eventually through all the resiliency and all the stress and all the fear you arrive and people say, Hey, what, you know, where you been? And you're like, I've been here all along. You just didn't <laughs> notice me. You know, I'm, I'm doing the work every day. And so, you know what? Just show up. You may not always get the recognition, but you show up, you do the work. Like you said, John, it's about consistency yeah. every single day and you do the work and eventually, right? You focus on the process and you will love what the process produces. Optimism is a competitive advantage, Fire Nation. And John, you've had a lot of incredibly proud moments. I mean, Wall Street Journal bestseller. You're an author of books that have changed countless lives. But if you could just point to one moment, one entrepreneurial moment that you would put above the rest as you are proudest, what would that moment be? Man, that's a tough question. But I would, <laughs> I would have to say, you know, it was when the energy bus started to be used by all these professional sports teams. And Doc Rivers told me he was using it with the Boston Celtics a few years ago. That's my team. Yep. And so that when I, when Doc told me he was using it with the, with the Celtics, I was like, really? And then I heard from, you know, Dabo Sweeney with Clemson and he's using it there. And then Mike Smith has been using it for the Falcons. And so having all these different teams use the book and then team USA received a copy you know, the basketball team a few years ago before the Olympics. So to, to know that all these different people are using the book and benefiting from it, I would say that's probably one of uh, the proudest moments. So John, let's bring things to current times and talk about you today. What is the one thing that just has you most fired up right now? It's the carpenter. It's, it's the idea of the book I just wrote about building your business by three words, love, serve, and care. And as, a, as entrepreneurs, if we just focus on love, serve, and care, right? We love what we do. We serve people and we care. I think caring is one of the greatest strategies of all because we live in a world where so many people don't seem like they care. And I really believe when you care, you stand out in a world that doesn't seem like they care. And so I really believe that we focus on those three words we will build a business exponentially. So I often say, you know, don't, don't focus on building your business. Focus on using your business to love, serve, and care, and your business will grow exponentially. So I'm really fired up about, about that. I'm, I'm fired up about entrepreneurs, you know, using this and using this methodology of just focusing on one customer at a time. You know, we live in a world where we're trying to focus on everybody, but if you just focus on the person in front of you and you really make a difference right there, then you'll create a, a, a loyal customer and a raving fan. That's what it's all about. So, John, what are some real-life examples you can give of entrepreneurs who are using that third word, care, in succeeding? Fitz. I mean, Fitz sells me my suits at Rosenblum's, right? It's a, it's a small business. They sell suits and clothes. And every time I go there you know, to buy a suit, Fitz puts a card in my suit pocket. Now, I don't always know that he does that. So I'll be speaking. All of a sudden, I feel a card in my pocket. I pull out the card, and it's from Fitz, and it says, I hope you're doing something positive right now. And then another time I bought another suit, it said, your day just got a whole lot better when I pulled out the card. And so Fitz does these little things that just shows that shows that he cares. We can look at, you know, public supermarkets. When you go to Publix and you ask someone where, you know, something is, you know, within the store, they actually take you to the spot on the shelf and they show you where it is. They're willing to go above and beyond to show you where it is. And so I really believe that the best companies have unique caring trademarks. They have their own caring trademark 
of their own unique way that shows that they care. Les Schwab Tires in Oregon, they come sprinting outside to greet you when you pull up to their tire center. They don't wait for you to come in the door. They greet you when you get out of your car. It wouldn't work in New York City, but it works really great in Oregon. <laughs> and, you know, so, so they have these you know, great strategies. And, I, and I, I can look at every great company and say, you know what, or every great leader and say, that's their carrying trademark. Doug Conant, the former CEO of Campbell's Soup, he writes thousands of thousands of thank you notes over 10 years to let his employees know he cares about them. Made all the difference in the world. Love, serve, and care, Fire Nation. And John, we're about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. I'm realizing more and more that video courses provide one of the most powerful learning tools available on the internet today. Your ability to follow an expert as they walk through a particular program or topic, all while going at your own pace, is unlike any other type of online learning. In fact, I literally learned how to podcast through watching video tutorials online. That's why I'm such a huge fan of lynda.com. lynda.com offers unlimited access to over 100,000 video tutorials, all taught by industry experts. You can check out tutorials like exploring entrepreneurship fundamentals or even tutorials on leadership and productivity, both of which are skills that we as entrepreneurs can always be improving upon. Lynda.com truly has it all. Because of how integral Lynda.com has been to the progress of my learning, I've worked out a deal to give you a special offer. Access the entire library free for seven days. Visit Lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Are you looking for an all-in-one platform that will not only help you build your website and create your own unique logo, but that will also help you increase your revenue? With Squarespace, every website comes with an online store that makes it easy for you to feature your best products and services. No need to search high and low for a plugin or e-commerce platform that integrates. It's all right there in one place. Plus, with 20 highly customizable templates to choose from that automatically include a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your site, you're already one step ahead of the crowd. Worried about having the right support? Squarespace offers that too. In fact, they have a customer care team that works around the clock just for you. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Squarespace makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website with everything you need in one place. For a free trial and 10% off, go to Squarespace. Squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. That's squarespace.com, offer code FIRE. John, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Fear is the ultimate thing that drains us. What is the best advice you've ever received? Dr. James Gill, the only person on the planet to complete six double Ironman triathlons. Last time he did, he was 59 years old. I asked him how he did it. He said, I have learned to talk to myself instead of listen to myself. He said, if I listen to myself, I hear all the negative, all the fear, all the doubts, all the complaints. But if I talk to myself, I can feed myself with the words and the encouragement I need to keep on moving forward. Man, I love this. And this feeds perfectly into just having a sense of optimism. And John, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. C.S. Lewis said, when you do first things first, second things are not suppressed. They actually increase. So I think the key is that I keep things simple and focused. And that's my personal habit. I don't get distracted. I know what I'm good at. And I focus only on those things. And so it's about writing and speaking. Like I said earlier, I get up in the morning. 
I write, I make sure that every day I'm writing in the morning, I'm writing at night, I'm thinking about the book all day, and I'm able to write a book in about three and a half weeks because of the focus and the habits. John, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Well, actually, it's Evernote. I, I just started using it about a month ago, and I, I just love Evernote. It's made a huge impact on, on my life and my productivity. All right, I'm going to let you get away with that one. So let's move on to the book. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It would be The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. Just great book and really inspired me. The Circle Maker. In Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Com. And John, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? In the next seven days, I would actually write something inspiring. Every week I write a, a positive tip. So I would actually write something inspiring that I hope would make a difference. I would make sure I sent that out. I would email that out to hopefully reach people. And then from there, I would, I would, um, I would go speak somewhere, <laughs> actually try to encourage someone who is facing challenges in their lives. Love it. And John, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. So one piece of guidance is um, we don't get burned out because of what we do. We get burned out because we forget why we do it. So every day, think about your why, think about your purpose, and you will come with more energy and more positivity to take on your challenges because it's the purpose that gives us something to be positive about. You can reach me at johngordon.com, that's J-O-N, gordon.com, or at Twitter, J-O-N, Gordon, 11. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with John and myself today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, type John, J-O-N, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with his two books, The Energy Bus, The Carpenter, his recommended resources, guides, and all this greatness that we've been talking about today. And John, thank you for igniting the airwaves with me today. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. It's my honor. Webinars are an event. They're fun, engaging, super easy, and cheap to host these days. Join Kate and I on our free webinar workshop where we show you everything that you need to know about creating and presenting a webinar that converts. Text WEBINAR to 38470 and claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 